Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. It's so great to have you join us. Colonel Deb Lewis, West Point graduate, joining us here today. Uh, First class with women, but that's not the only thing about Colonel Deb. She is the pillar of mentally toughness for women. She is that person that helps people rise up, you know, that helps people understand women, especially understand that, yes, this is the world we live in, and you can be in that world, you can excel, you can understand how to take the roller coaster ride that sometimes happens when you're in the middle of COVID, or you could learn how to rise up, even if something seems like it failed. Today, we're talking about, and she is going to take us on a journey. It's so important, this message from Colonel Deb. It's so important to talk about conquer stress to enhance your well-being. You're going to hear what it is. You're going to hear what the tools are you can use. And you're also going to know this. Beyond everything I just said about her, beyond being a survivor of the 9-11 Pentagon attack, a military career, right, that far exceeds what most people even think about, she's also an author. You're going to hear about her book today. But what has she said yes to as her passion and her purpose You're going to hear about that today, but more importantly, conquering stress right now is one of the most important, pivotal things we can do so we can move forward in peace. Colonel Deb, it's great to have you here. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Always a pleasure. So let's let's give people an update uh, on the, let's just call it the State of the Union on stress. I don't think in one year I have seen more articles from journals, more articles from magazines, more dot, 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 fill in the blanks talking about stress. How about you? Same thing. All the conversations, uh, people, people are really on edge. I, I, we talked a little bit about how electrified environment, but it doesn't take much for people to just be, I resent, I'm angry, I'm upset. I'm this, or I just don't want to do anything. I'm done. (laughs) You know, these kind of final statements that pop out of people's mouths. And, and it's interesting. It's kind of like with a spouse. Do you want it? Are they really asking you to fix it? No, they're not fixing it. They want to be able to say it because so much in the world is coming at them so much you look at the news you look i mean if you want to just look at negative things there's a ton there's a pile there's always been a pile it's just that now everybody's so keenly aware of it and hyper it's a hypersensitivity and i think that what we're about to talk about today they're going to love because it helps you 
deal in that world. It's, it's kind of like a storm. And sadly, so many people have been injured by the storm. But most of the time, if you can hold on to something or you can have some protection that gets you through, because it's going to pass. Yeah. It's always going to pass. But how yeah. can you get through it? And if you're not taken out by it, then you're alive. Boom, go back, hit the, hit the ground running. That's me. It's like, I'm, I'm with you on that. And, you know, let's just say this in the, in the previous shows, we talked about hot, hot buttons. We talked about car fires. We talked about how do you use stress for your success. And, you know, today's episode is really to conquer stress. And let me ask you this question. There's a point that one can get to where it's been building up. It's like pent up, whatever it is. And there's a point by which you can either learn how to conquer it or it conquers you. And the action that you take is one of anger, resentment, accusing, blaming, shaming, who knows what it is. And sometimes it's mental and emotional and sometimes it's physical, right? Mm -hmm. Today, you're going to help people get to this place to conquer it so that we don't feel that we lost control of our actions. Yes, you're like, you become a puppet when you do not understand what's happening. Something else, some other forces are pulling those strings for you. And I don't know about you, but I don't like it when other things are controlling me. It's not my mental state. It's something else that's controlling me. And people who want to stay in control, and it's not necessarily full control, because I'll never say that. Because how many times have we been in a situation where we were uncomfortable and it turned out to be the best thing that happened to us so last hope, week? Yeah. It happened to be last week. Yeah. yeah. A really, really uncomfortable situation. It was uh, something I had to prepare and get done that I had to, it took me staying awake for about 48 hours to do it. And when I look back at it, when all, when I hit the, when I hit the enter button, to send off all the documentation and all the work. I can't even express what that feeling was like. It was, it was like, yeah, but oh my goodness, what a sense of freedom to know. What a sense of awareness now. I also want to say that I've had that situation and then I pushed the button and everything disappeared. I thought you were going to go. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were going to go there, but even in those circumstances, yeah. what do you tell yourself? How do you yeah. react? Now, initially that jolt of adrenaline hits you because you know, you have to do something. Yeah. But the thing is, is that what's the first thing you say in your head? These are some of the advanced things that we talk about. What are you saying in your head? I'm tell I say, okay, if you've ever done any work like stained glass, <laughs> I did stained glass early in my life and those pieces of glass didn't always cooperate. I didn't have those very expensive machines and stuff. And then if something didn't work, you know, I'd probably take my hammer out and say, well, you lost your chance for immortality. I'm moving on. <laughs> I'm going on to the next thing. But when I lost that kind of data, I've lost a couple of weeks of data. And now coming on, I changed my devices. That's a, that's a hot button. What we talked about before, which I want to remind people, sure. go back to the older old times we were together, number one, number two, because that will explain more in depth, but we're trying to take the hot out of the hot button. Uh -huh. So in those moments where you are tested either to step up or in order to deal with a situation that you didn't anticipate, those are the moments where the leaders shine. Those uh -huh. are the moments where you can make something 
like take it and make it a stepping stone make it into something leap higher go go do something with that situation and then like you talked about when everything is really ideal you've you've been uncomfortable you worked and you send it it's that it's almost that relief and that joy then fills you because you accomplished it yeah and if you want that then that's what you have to learn how to handle the stressful moments and you know one of the things you talk about so well and so beautifully is reactionary moments you know where we're reacting to things i'm not saying that we're all robots and we don't have you know those reaction reactionary things within us and sometimes those reactionary things will save our lives right yes um but i want to this comment somebody said to me not too long ago and i'd love you to run with this it was and and i do believe this every set every setback is a setup for something greater what do you think about that comment i love that comment what i'd like to do now is to give you a quote that makes that comment make sense. There's another quote that I had, and and it was funny. I love Yogi T because <laughs> Yogi <laughs> T has the little quote. Yeah, it. I and, do. <laughs> and Buzz, accept who you are in this moment, but acknowledge who you want to become. And so when you talk about the setbacks and in the situations, that's the reality. That's what happens in life. But just think about acknowledge who you are in this moment is saying warts and all, this is who I am. But you know what? In the miracle of life, that's really phenomenal. You are, you are a miracle, each of us. And then, then you say, well, what do you, who do you want to become? What do you want to become? What do you want to do? when you can attach yourself and really stay centered on that then those setbacks will always propel you forward they will always turn out to be better than you could have anticipated so it's true but some people are in such distress that they they hear that i had someone saying that they were saying about how it was a very similar uh, statement that you made but people who are in a dark place have a hard time thinking, just starting to think that way. And, and that's where that quote, I think, is so powerful, because just acknowledge who you are in the moment. Don't judge it. Just acknowledge it and then decide who do you want to become? Where do you want to be? And if you can stay focused on that, it's just like the storm or if you if you knew Harry Potter, you know, the bludgers trying to knock you down, (laughs) there's things in life that will knock you down. But if you stay focused on it, you're going to figure out a path in order to get there. And and the way you do that is knowing who do you want to become? What how do you want to react to people who are role models that were good role models that you aspired to be like? And if you can, if you can't think of it in the moment, maybe you can go back in time, like I just mentioned, or you can just picture it, just try picturing it. Because none of us wake up in the morning saying, I want to be negative today. Right. I, that's what I'm choosing, but we are, but it's still, because I can see it in my husband, because (laughs) as much as I have learned when my comments start turning negative, 
he can handle like one or two, but if I start going in a negative direction, you can see it on his face. It's like say the word crestfallen, you know, he's like happy to see me. And then I blurt out, you know, something that's not necessarily all positive because we're human. We are going to go there to that dark place at times. But as soon as I see that look on his face, then I know I have to change what I'm saying and what I'm feeling. Because even if I say nothing, my energy is projecting it and affecting him. You know, you're bringing up a really good point. Uh, I want to take a short break. We come back. I want to talk about, um, from your perspective, what are some of the basics? Because when we talk about stress, you know, people sometimes can feel really overwhelmed, but there are some basic things that you teach. There are some basic things that you help people with. I want to talk about that when we come back, but I also want to talk about something else that you help people with, and that is understanding that every one of us has the possibility for well-being, every one of us. So how does Colonel Dev, how does she help people go from wherever they may be Maybe it's the negative thought spiral. You know, maybe we're shrink wrapping our purpose and our desires. When we come back, what are the basics and how well, how well do you want your well-being to be? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Who taught you or your kids how to handle stress? That's right. No one. I'm combat veteran Deb Lewis, and I'm on a mission to change that. My new children's book, Why is Pono Not Pono Today, is set in Hawaii. Lovable characters, Pono the Bull and his friend Kuleana, show us how a stressful situation ends happily. Look closer to reveal powerful ways to handle all types of stress. Start loving your stress-filled life today. Go to MentallyToughWomen.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Hey, look, some of us are outwardly successful, but inwardly feel unhappy and living a life lacking purpose and meaning. Well, The Necktie and the Jaguar by Carl Greer can help you discover what's important to you and how to reach out and go for it. For more information or to purchase the book, go to transformationtalkradio.com or go to carlgreer.com. Join Jennifer Noel Taylor on the hit show, Quantum Touch Radio, supercharging your life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You'll take a quantum journey as well as reveal powerful yet simple steps to create more abundance, better health, emotional and mental vibrancy and happier relationships using universal quantum touch principles. For more information, visit QuantumTouch.com. Did you know that each Enneagram type has a different worldview, different patterns of thinking, feeling, and behaving? They also have essential qualities that are unique to their type. Understanding this helps us develop more tolerance, respect, and appreciation for ourselves and others. Renee Siegel works with individuals, couples, families, and groups using the Enneagram to build better relationships as a tool in addiction recovery. Visit URPurePotential.com for more info. Can you truly say that you know and love yourself? 
Corny Cottrell is an author, speaker, and 21-year active duty Master Chief with the U.S. Navy, here to encourage you to take back your power and live your life with intention and purpose. Tune in to Unapologetically Favored every fourth Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Walk in your purpose. Visit unapologeticallyfavored.com to learn more about Courtney. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on mentallytoughwomen.com. Mentallytoughwomen.com. That's where you're going to find some of what Colonel Deb Lewis has put together to help all of us move ahead. And, you know, for those of you out there, here's what I want to encourage you to do. If you don't know where to begin, if you just want to reach out and give us a call here, you can certainly do it in the show. Give Benny your question. If there's something you'd like us to address, go to Transformation Talk Radio, type in your questions there, and we'll get them on air, get you some help today uh, from Colonel, Colonel Deb Lewis. But again, mentallytoughwomen.com. If you want to work with uh, Colonel Deb, you just go to give her a call on her phone number, 571-332-7240. So there's a lot of ways to really open that door. See, the door is not locked to you. It's just a door. And all you need to do is grab that handle, turn it open, and you will get the help that you need today. Uh, Deb, thank you so much for today. This is a, I think, one of the most pivotal topics that we can have uh, at the moment. I think that we don't even have a sense, really, of what the barometer is for stress right now for people. Um, but let's talk about the basics, if you could walk us through these, you know, the, the stress basics, but, but also tied that in to this state of well-being that some people feel is so far out of reach for them. Yes, some of them have forgotten how it, what are the benefits of it? If you understood the benefits, and, and that's lately I've been asking people that, what, what are the benefits of having well-being? Because, oh, my relationships are better, my productivity's better, I can think more clearly, I can, I can do pretty much, I can set my goals and I can have conversations and be in the moment instead of worrying about all the other things that could happen, but we don't, we stay in where we can focus on what's most important in the moment. We, and our families suffer and if we don't have well-being. So these things, we know it. And this is the hard part. We talked about survival mode thinking. And so the first thing is to understand when your body goes into that. If you see anything as a threat, then your body will go into fight, flight, or shut down. And so understanding that at the get-go, that when that is your hot button, you've been triggered. If you do nothing else, the pause is what I recommend. The pause is the one to say, there are moments you may have to react, but almost always we have time to pause and decide who we want to be in the moment. We talked about the helmet. I have the helmet here. That's our yeah. wisdom. The wisdom is to make sure that as a focus on priority is giving your best to everybody. This is based on Athena. They can go back on the other one. 
But the other piece is I recognize life will throw things at you. And so this is the shield that I had. And the shield is yes, you may have to give yourself some space. And the pause is one of those valuable tools that if you use it appropriately and then worry about how your energy is emoting, you will be able to at least start to go from that old way of thinking where you knee-jerk react and maybe say something like um, the poor people who have Tourette's that it comes out of your mouth and it's a negative thought. You cannot take it back. And those words can cut deeply to other people. Yeah. And so those are the things as we think about. And then I want you to focus on the joy. What if you could wake up every morning with a smile on your face? That's well-being. What if you went to bed and you say, gosh, that was a lot of work today, but I am so happy. I am, I'm going to bed. I did my best. I know that next day I'm going to think about what I can do more. And if those worries are there, I'm setting them aside for the night and I can then start fresh in the morning with that energy. Your energy is the real test. We call that being Pono. Um, we can see the bull here <laughs> is not very happy. And when you look at that, if your energy is there, what do you think you're doing to everyone around you? You are, are a human being. Your body is shared with the world. And just try it out. You test it. People think, ah, oh, that's that, you know, that's something. Oh, but I know it yeah. is. If you're in a great mood and your well-being is at, at the peak, then you are people want to be with you. They want to share their life with you. Yeah. And, you know, Deb, I want you to talk about what we're learning now about well-being. You know, it's really interesting. Um, I studied well-being when I went back to school after losing my job after 24 and a half years. And I was, I, I was just on a mission. I needed to understand everything I was feeling. I needed to understand what the dynamics were because we were a part of the first downsize, second downsizing in the United States at the time. Mm. And, you know, Exxon was first. And poorly is an understatement for how that was done. And so one of the things that became interesting to me was these two words, well-being. Look, can we talk for a minute about well-being and how finally I think it is being talked about in leadership circles, right? What do you think? It, it is being talked about. And, and the funny thing is, is those who don't pay attention to it, there was a recent case of a, of a company where the, the uh, leader fired 900 people on Zoom. <laughs> you know, it's like, what were you thinking? Everything I do is packaging how I'm communicating because you know what you intend to communicate but if you're not caring about the people that you're with about their well-being, it's it's a stark difference to someone like Panera Bread, who the CEO of that, I had a wonderful, heard a wonderful interview with him. And he, when when COVID hit, and basically they lost more than half their business overnight. I mean, he was he was working so hard to protect his people. They became very creative that instead of selling the goods at a store, which was not possible at the time, they started selling their raw materials because they had all these raw materials and people he noticed that people were starving and the shelves were empty because people were depleting all the shelves and he built a store 
And then wow. for his people, just one other example. Wow. He he um he was working with Walmart. They he partnered with Walmart and and they created their own page because Walmart was still looking for people because people were going to stores. And and so they made that transition for his employees who wanted that as a possibility to at least have a job because he he couldn't pay them. Otherwise, the company would have gone under. And that thoughtfulness in working together helped people get through this dark time. Yeah. And he understood the well-being. He yeah. understood that the mental mindset is key in any life, not just an organization. And they came back stronger than ever. They have pulled back. They are, they, you know, they, they've, it's like almost without skipping a beat. And the Harvard professor interviewing him said only 10% of companies are able to adjust to adversity like this company. Wow. And so what are the keys to success? Yeah. And we're going to talk about that in the show, because I think one of the things you hit on is how do we manage the fear that our staff and employees have? I mean, we, we didn't shut our doors, but in order for me to keep them open, I had to double my space. I had to literally go back and say, okay, when this guy leaves, I want that double. <clears throat> I didn't think about the cost because I knew that what was going to happen is if I couldn't make this a safe workplace, we would not have producers or staff to really run the shows and do things in the way that really supports the standard we have. And what I love about this, and I would love for you to talk about it when we come back, we don't always get the exact solution like the example you gave. The solution sometimes is much more creative and imaginative like Einstein talks about. So I'd love to talk with you when we come back about the factors that affect whether or not we can make decisions that are improvative, that are imaginative, and what the toll might be that stress takes and what can we learn tools and strategies because Colonel Deb Lewis is the master at that. We're going to take a very short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about stress tools, strategy, universal truths. What are they? And what is it that you might be able to do right now? If you're listening to this, you're going to learn about that too. If you want to find out more about Colonel Deb, go ahead and check it out at mentallytoughwomen.com. We're going to take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Even though your home base is one Enneagram type, you have characteristics of all the types. Tune in to Enneagram Conversations with Renee Siegel the second and fourth Monday of each month at 4 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn how you can unlock your unlimited potential. Visit YouArePurePotential.com for more about Renee and her work. That's the letter U, the letter R, purepotential.com. Have you heard about shifting the collective vibration and consciousness on the planet? Join me, Kimberly Barrett, on the Sharing Love and Light show every first and third Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern at TransformationTalkRadio.com to explore the depth of vibration and consciousness on our planet and learn how you can shine your love and light. To learn more, visit sharingloveandlightshow.com. 
Can you truly say that you know and love yourself? Corny Cottrell is an author, speaker, and 21-year active duty master chief with the U.S. Navy, here to encourage you to take back your power and live your life with intention and purpose. Tune in to Unapologetically Favored every fourth Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Walk in your purpose. Visit unapologeticallyfavored.com to learn more about Courtney. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific. We'll take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Learn how to lead a happier life on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles. How to lose to gain it all. Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles shares stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, MilesToGoCoaching.com. Does your life often feel like an emotional tsunami where rogue waves crash down on you, leaving you feeling hopeless and wondering if it will ever end? Do you wish to awaken the dormant strength inside of you? Imagine what it would be like to turn your pain into purpose. Start today by scheduling a complimentary consultation with Martinet. Dive into your healing journey and begin to see your life in a new light. Visit martineemmons.com and make your appointment today. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I'm so thrilled. I'm here with Colonel Deb Lewis. For those of you out there, and like I said before, there are a couple of things that you can do. One, um, you can go ahead and uh, go to mentallytoughwomen.com. But uh, Deb, can you also tell people what you have about the book and training sessions and all of that? Can you give us a little sneak peek? Yes, I would love to. Thank you. It is such a difference in our lives when we start having the ability to turn these negative situations that may keep happening to us, because they will keep happening to us, and we turn them. We were, we were having great conversation about, you know, things are going to keep coming at you. That's why I had the shield, but you need to learn to duck, <laughs> or you need, as you were talking, you need to move faster. And these are things that if you like feeling pain, then don't change. But if you want something better, here is a book that came out that actually was based on a university course given to students locally here on the Big Island. And what I want to share about that is it becomes the key to how do you handle stress? What are the things you can do? Because when you learn how to handle stress, you look like this instead, happy, smiles, working together well. And if you strive for that, which is, I like to be happy, then think about the book. It's a very, it's a very inexpensive, great gift for the holiday for not just the kids, but the family. Because yep. trust me, when the kids understand this, 
they will make sure the family understands it. And that's really, a, I think, our key for future success. The more we can help our kids understand how to handle stress in this way. So that's one way. And then other ways on the website. Now, Mentally Tough Women isn't just for women. It's just that I know women and I understood that we face so many things in life. And most of us act like it's a no big deal. And, yeah. Or we don't tell anybody the big deal that it is. Oh, it's nothing. It was something, but we say it's nothing. It's kind of automatic. And so they can go to the website and there are two courses that are there that over 4,000 people are taking right now. Wow. One is to handle extreme stress. We talked a little bit about that here, but we talked about it at another um, point in time. What we can do is we can learn how to deal with the physicality of it. That's really, you can focus your mind so you deal with the physicalities. All of us have been through tough situations. We just said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it. It has to be part of your brain, but it's also recognizing the, the indicators of your body. That's the extreme stress. And then there's stress basics. What are the ABCs of stress basics? Who told you how to, that life was going to keep throwing stuff at you and you needed to be stronger sometimes you got to push it away sometimes you got to lift it up sometimes you got to lift other people up you want to know those basics and then if you want to do sessions i you know one of the things about COVID is we talk to people globally they can get this message globally yeah so two in the morning i'm doing courses with people in the united arab emirates and i'm able to talk to more people in more countries and more states at any moment in time, just like you can reach with your show and you've been able to reach with your show. There are a lot of benefits. So those two courses are complimentary, but there's more if you want specific training, like I'm getting ready to do half hour sessions with a group of healthcare people. Wow. Who is under pressure during COVID? Healthcare. And I personally know they, before COVID, they helped me with a condition that was chronic and they fixed it. They literally fixed it when a doctor told me, oh, just do this at night and that'll fix it. Didn't but, do that at all. You know, this is really part of the conversation too. It's, you know, and one of the things that I was talking to you about during the break is, you know, I'm not perfect, but I've become more aware, self-aware right? Oh, I'm almost like the Terminator movie. I'm becoming more self-aware. Um, but what I mean by that is I caught myself. I, and I think I told you a little bit about last week was one of the more challenging weeks I've had in a long time with a couple of personal deaths in the family and, and, and also having to put something together uh, very quickly for uh, my attorney and a couple of other people. And what I realized about all of that, some of the old habits kicked back in. So I found myself doing a show and I'm a tapper. I will tap, if you give me a pen, I will subconsciously be tapping on the desk during my show. And I caught myself doing that. Now that's something I became mindful of. I made myself aware. I changed that habit, especially during a show. You don't wanna hear somebody tapping. But yet, I must have been down a court, right? Exactly. And, and so it kicks back in. So can you talk a bit about what we can learn, tools and strategies that help us, one, build up that level of awareness, you know, and then two, understand 
the end game of well-being. See, I love that. I love that phrase, well-being. I just love it. And that's what you help people with, isn't it? Yes. When you, when you are able to be with people who are in a place like your last week, I mean, let's face it, deaths, deaths are a fact of life, but deaths suddenly, or any, even if you know that it's coming, you, you, you're never well prepared for it. It's going to sucker punch you. And, and the idea is how can you, it's like putting on a new set of glasses. How can you put on that new set of glasses to say, I could focus on everything I lost, or I could focus on what gift that was the beauty of having somebody in my life that, that supported me and helped me and, and meant so much to me. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think that when you look at that, at the skills that we have, we are hardwired for one to see everything as we talked about as a threat. So you're going to go to those old habits because what were the things that got you through? Maybe it was the tapping got you through certain (laughs) moments. And, and the other thing is I, I learned with workers that if I put toys on the table, now some people get, the people who are presenting get distracted by that. I don't get distracted by that. If they have something that keeps their hands busy, then their mind can focus on what is being said. It's really kind of counterintuitive, but these are things that you can learn. You can understand that it's just like the iceberg. The 10% of information of facts that you've been operating on is is the end all and be all. Actually, down below 90% is not what you thought. And so your actions, we talked about this in a previous session, your actions could be factually correct and entirely wrong. This is an area, they call it soft skills, but it's really, really hard to understand and get unless you're actually paying attention. And many people today consider themselves having no time. I have no time for this. That is a Western concept that was brought to me because an Eastern mindset is that we have all the time in the world to do what's most important in life. And we can go through life in order to make a difference, not just in our lives, but in the lives that we touch. So these type of mindset shifts are so powerful and can change a life in a single session. I've, I've done it where people have gone from just tears to being joyful. Yeah. Oh, I get it. It's like the light bulb goes on. And this it, is the power of these skills. It really is. I love that. It is like a light bulb goes on. You know, I was talking about this earlier today because one of the things we noticed is, um, you know, when we answer the phone in the studio, um, you know, how do you answer a phone? What do you say? And the word busy is a hot button for a lot of people. And so when we say we're busy to all of you, there's an interpretation that gets made. But if you're me, I don't even understand that word because I'm doing something I'm passionate about. I net, you know, I don't know that I've used the word busy, except to talk about a busy signal, because I don't live in that realm. So one of the things I wanted to ask you about is part of this journey and tools and strategies. Also, isn't it understanding the impact we have, even in what we say to people, because stress 
not only will cause some kind of physical reaction, right, um, Colonel Deb, but yes. the verbal stuff. And boy, you can't take some of that back sometimes. That that just is like, oh. Exactly, exactly. I I think that we have, at least my study of it, at least seven ways we're communicating. Any one of those presents that negative piece. It's as if you don't like a uh, ingredient. Sorry for those who love cilantro. I do not. If it's in, a, <laughs> if it's in something, I can, I, I got my detector out and that's the way with how we, and so this, I'll just go through a couple of them, but what Please. we see what we see, how we're communicating, what you're seeing on the face, like some, some people's faces are frowning all the time. And, and guess what, just like stress skills, you have to work on how you are seen. People probably are telling you, you need to smile more. Well, yeah. that's a real great indicator. You need to work on this because if you're not making that effort, my husband and I go through this, I actually have an exercise with it and, and I'll keep telling him, no, you're not welcoming. You're not welcoming. Nope, not yet, not yet. More smile because when he gets serious, he starts to frown. You know, he's, he's intent. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, and and when I'm like uh, focused and am intense about something, right? I I'm not smiling, so I've had to learn that a little bit because that could be a little scary, right? Yeah, when exactly. you're passionate about something and you're intense about it. You know, if you don't really, if you're not mindful of the other person that's sitting across from you, I mean, can they'll you fill imagine? it in. They'll huh? fill it in. See, exactly. a lot of times, <laughs> this is something actually that I was talking with my daughter about is that if, if people are reacting in a negative way, is it really about you? Probably not. It's probably uh -huh. something going on in them. We want to attribute it to us. I, I don't know why we do that. That's one of those. <laughs> it's just like um, Dale Carnegie said, if you want to gather honey, don't kick over the beehive. Mm -hmm. If you want to bring out the best in people, don't comment and say you're ugly. You know, you're angry today or you're, you know, you, you, you it's factually correct, but entirely wrong. My emphasis, I don't know if you heard that. I've got roofers in my house. Yeah, it's like uh, you're cranky today. It's I like, yeah, yeah, cranky. You? you seem mm -hmm. a little cranky today. I mean, who wants to hear that? <laughs> it's factually because the fact-based people are looking at the 10%. If you want to improve how your relationships are, how good you feel about yourself, stop paying attention to just the 10%. You need to look at the whole picture and really focus on what you want. That's yeah. like number five step in, in the extreme stress one, for, well, four step, because the fifth step is how to refill your tank. Um, but you want to make sure that what is it that you want? Because if that's what you want, making a factual statement like that will get you an opposite reaction and upset, like we talked about with my mom and my dad, you know? Yeah. It, it, and we have that ability to anticipate but most people don't think about stress as a skill. And they think of stress as a foe, not a friend. They think of people who are in a bad place, like Pono, you know, that I need to stay away from them. 
you need to stay out of their way <laughs> if they're on the rampage because loved ones want to stand. I used to stand front and center and then you get, you know, you get run over, you know, think of the tracks on your body. You know, I've been run over enough times to learn that's a really bad strategy. So what can you do? There's a ton you can do. And that's what I've, I'm an engineer. I'm constantly coming up with unique ways. Think of, um, Oh, what was the, the guy on the show who, uh, uh, MacGyver, you know, MacGyver. MacGyver, I MacGyver everything, you know, I'm, I'm constantly looking at what's available. I see what's happening. And when you look at it life that way, it's more like the gamers who are yeah. seeing the, you know, this obstacle, I just need to get through to this one. I need to get through to this level and life will continue to throw bigger and bigger things. But are you going to be able to take advantage of that opportunity or not? For example, I was asked to be on all these shows. I was put on a cover of magazines. I was asked to be on PBS. I was asked to do all these things like in a week period. It just exploded. And and if you're not ready for it, oh wow, yeah. Then you'll say no. Yeah. And I would tell you that would have been the biggest mistake for me because my goal was to help more people. How are you going to help more people? Are you going to remain an unknown? <laughs> or are you going to try to say you can conquer stress? You can use it to your advantage. You can make it. Guess what? Your superpower. You can do things. You can like they talk about the if you don't like uh, Wonder Woman, how about Captain America? You know, you can do things in ways that you never thought possible. And all of a sudden, when you channel that energy, instead of the toxicity, which takes people down and burns everything in its path, you can take that same energy and you can help other people yeah. and continue to build and build. We know it is. We know yeah. we can do it and we've seen it with people. You need one inspirational person and one person who can figure out what it is to turn the tide on that. I love that you're talking about this because see, that is really a game, a game shifter for people. Just one. See, we just need one, right? It's like the story you were sharing during the break, but just one. It's that one person maybe that put their hand out for me, you know, at a time where I was totally at my lowest, you know, I didn't know what to do. But what you're talking about today is so powerful, right? Because you're right about things you and I both have been put in situations where our end game is to help more people. That's our end game. That's the energy of what we want to do. And yet, if an opportunity shows up, we entertain, albeit for a nanosecond, the fact of saying no to it for whatever reason. But in the end, when we build these tools up, these muscles up, these things that you talk about to conquer stress, right? We are talking about a mind mindset shift, right? We are talking about a level of strength or building up that muscle power that's emotional, maybe spiritual for some people, emotional, spiritual, and mental. All of the above. All of the above. And that has been key for so many people. But you've worked with people throughout COVID. You've worked with people to really help them and meet them where they are. What do you find has been the greatest impact we can have 
to help people conquer stress? I think that what comes to mind first, there's many things that come to mind, but the one thing is, is that when we're helping them conquer stress is to recognize that each of us have very special gifts that can help us address any problem, any situation. It's it. What if you say it? What if you could do what if you had no fear and you could do anything and you could be successful at it? If you had that that thought, it may not be the second. <laughs> Some people are so impatient. But the thing is, is that when you have a goal, if you do not have a goal in life, you may not be your there's not everybody. Most people um, want to help another person and they get that satisfaction, but not every some people are in survival mode and they they just need to say, well, what about me? It's my time. It doesn't matter what that goal particularly is. You have to understand you need other people to help you and other people are exceptionally gifted in being able to help each other rise above whatever circumstance we're at. And so you have the power for our experiences. Most people would say you, you should have post-traumatic stress. And there's a lot of people who get that, but how did we work out of turning a, a horrible situation into something empowering? It's a, it's the same energy, but it's completely in a different di di direction. And when you get those on that understanding and you start learning some of these tools, and strategies, strategies are designed to get what we want. We talked about that before. If you, if you understand that it's possible, whatever circumstance you're in, because I know some of you, some of your audience are facing horrific conditions yeah. right now. Yeah. And I would just say, it's like the storm. The storm will pass. Will you be ready? Will you be strong enough to hold on to get through that short period, because in your life, it's a short period. Are you strong enough to get through that and be able to then hit the ground running once it once it passes? Yeah. And we we can help each other and understanding that stress is not a foe. It's not your enemy. It's not your threat. It is what it is. Oh. And we stop judging. We just had an event. Someone was judging. I resent this. If your language, this is some of the classes, many of them are based in getting rid of negativity. Why do you have to judge? Why don't you just focus on what you want and work with people and explain that and mm -hmm. keep explaining to them. They may want to go negative. You don't have to. Yeah. You don't have to be getting into that. Resentment is the number one offender. Resentment. Well, is... Poor stress skills mean yeah. poor stress skills mean that you will go fight, flight, shut down. Yeah. And your yeah. fighting is judging. You're fighting. Why would you fight at someone if you were getting along with them? You wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> you, wouldn't. you know, so you fight them and 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 you just that's the key when you found yourself tapping. To me, I want them to know that's your tap. When you're tapping, <laughs> you are probably annoying someone. It's just a symptom that something's not right. And if it's a symptom, address it. And not just put a Band-Aid on it. Yep. You need yep. to take the time to get to the source. Yeah. Because a lot of people just want to put a Band-Aid on things. I've never seen that work. It gets, you've seen a It's never worked for me nasty. in my life, not a single time. And boy, yeah. I, at one point in my life, I became masterful at bandages. 
Yeah. Yeah. Until I didn't, until I had something that really woke me up. You know, Deb, this is very powerful. And the work that you do, you work with adults and you also are passionate about our kids and teaching them some tools and skills. Because I think you said it earlier in the show, you know, it's not like life is going to get, quote, easier, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But the ease by which we learn some tools, right? The degree by which we learn some tools will sort of determine, you know, how we get to move forward, how we get to either make it easier or harder. Um, thank you for today. Uh, I would love to hear your personal message and again, tell people how they can find out about you. Well, thank you. Thank you for our wonderful time together, Dr. Pat. You're, what you're doing for others is really helping them. And I want you to say, at least to understand for our audience and, and reminder for us is that our goal is to help the helpers. <laughs> we can help people who can be educated. You may be, you may be well-adjusted and making things happen and able to handle terrible stress, but can you explain it to someone who's not? Because they're going to stop your effort. So it's even more important to be able to understand this so that you can help more people and, and resolve the problems that we have in the world. I think we've got enough of them. You know, we don't, there's not a lack of problems (laughs) and working together is the only way. And I, I have a saying for my, I'm in the veterans of foreign wars, united in Aloha. We have to be united together. The only way we're going to get things done. Mm -hmm. And when we each become the best person that we can be and help others do the same, that's when the magic happens in life. Mm -hmm. That's when good things happen. And we want to have that happen. People are wanting to bust out of COVID malaise. And all I can tell you is 1600 people are still dying every day. Yes. You must be cognizant of what's going on around you because your actions could hurt other people. And I'm here to help other people. And when you do, then you can accomplish even greater things in your life. And so I look forward to to what's next. And I want people to take advantage of the complimentary courses, do it with a loved one, do it with a friend, talk about the videos. In in one case, we taught teachers and the teachers shared it with the kids. And I yep. could tell that the kids got the message because they do, they're yep. smarter than we know. And those kids, one child came back, I think we mentioned it. He said, I need to look at the book again. Because I feel my mental stability slipping away (laughs) and I want to respond, respond like pause or do that, then react. And he, he, this was an autistic child. We have so many autistic children who have lack of um, control of their emotions Mm -hmm. because when your emotions get triggered, think of, you can channel it for good or you can just self-destruct or just, or hurt other people. It's your choice. And I think during the holiday season, it's a time of joy. Any, I can think of every day as a holiday, but make sure that you're delivering the presents, the gifts to other people. And that is the best you. 